Welcome back to this week's episode of Rising Giants with your host, Max and Dom, chatting with the boldest and most inspiring entrepreneurs and investors in the highest potential markets of Southeast Asia. The journey begins in Cambodia. On today's episode, we are very excited to be speaking with Um Patam, commonly known as Sai. Sai is one of Cambodia's leading musicians, exploring the intersection between traditional Khmer music and modern sound. He also has a passion for acting and has starred in and directed many Cambodian productions. In 2020, Sai embarked on a bold mission to raise a substantial amount of money for the Anchor Hospital for Children by completing 97 days of running spanning across 21 provinces. He successfully raised $500,000, beating his original fundraising target, and the campaign went on to become one of the most successful charity fundraising initiatives the country has ever witnessed. To learn more about the Run With Sai campaign, please see the link in the show doc. In the episode, we dive into his struggles and accomplishments in his early career as a musician and film producer in Cambodia, the inception of the Run With Sai campaign, and his experience running across the entire country, and why consistent physical exercise is a great way to improve mental health and provide greater clarity in your life. We do have a quick plug before we begin the show, and that's to join our Rising Giants newsletter in the show doc. Every two weeks, we drop a newsletter recap, the most recent episode, VC deals getting done in Southeast Asia, regional startup articles to keep you up to speed, and thought-provoking links we really like. Oh yeah, and do not forget to mention that we also have job opportunities that are located in Cambodia. You can also find us on Instagram, at RisingGiantsFM, if you want to get in touch with Max and Dom for just about anything. And now, back to Sai. Sai, thank you so much for coming on to the Rising Giants today. We really appreciate your time and speaking with us today. I think a great place to start the podcast would be if you could talk us through how you got to where you are today. Hello, Dom. I'm happy and honored to be broadcast with you. My full name is Un Patam. I'm actually from Ratanakiri province. I... Uh, grew up in, uh, I would say, the finest province in Cambodia and graduated uh, in Phnom Penh at the Royal University of Law and Economics in uh, uh, economic, economic Developments. And during that, uh, my university time, um, because I love music and films, I've been joining the uh, ton friends and the class of music and films. That's why we that's why I, I met so many artists that bring me doing art and music until now. Interest in the music industry began? I'm studying music, how to say, when it was, uh, we finished shooting a film and I'm playing music to, to the crew. Uh, and then uh, our, our friends were surprised that uh, I can sing and I can play the guitar and um, I also write my own song. So we have an idea in 2010 that they want to organize a mini concert for me just to show my talent to the public. I was so confused at the time because I'm not quite confident on my, my voice, but uh, we make it, the concert is out. And it was my first concert. It was my first small concert in uh, 2010. Uh, and it was successful. And I also see my, myself as a potential singer at that time. I just developed myself from uh, 2010 and until now. 
And what kind of music did you perform at that time? The genre is um, uh, pop and uh, pop rock. And uh, we mix with the uh, Khmer traditional instruments. Um, because at the time I was like, I want to mix between a new modern musicians, uh, music, music hall and also the classical uh, music together and to show to the public that um, because at that time it's like people still fighting that um, doing a modern music it's not a good and doing a classical music is uh, to protect the Cambodian culture but I want to show that it actually we can mix together and uh, as a humans we need both to protect and also to develop uh, the, the music in the whole country just to you know to serve to serve to the audience we cannot just listen to the old music and without doing the new versions and in creating this fusion of music what was the reception of your listeners uh, when you first released it um some is really surprised and really supportive but um, we also facing that the, the old, older generation, they are not happy with uh, the mixing and this idea. So at that period of time, I got some problems with, uh, how to say, the teacher, the professor who are teaching the uh, Khmer traditional uh, music. Because some of, we, we have to split the band. We have to uh, split the band because of the, the teachers not allow us to play together uh, because I I create the band is to play with them uh, you know like we have the guitar we have the throw we have runet but the, the traditional part the community they are not allow us, us to play together so we have to to uh, how to say to break the band so it's quite a sad story actually uh, during that time we play only a few stage and then we. We never play together, but we play on the, uh, we put the music uh, instrument into the audio letter, but not to play live together. Bandmates feel from when the group separated and did you take that as motivation to continue to produce and to uh, really launch your career from there? From that point, I, it's it's also motivate us to to move on to our our music and as me I'm trying to be making more music that uh, it's it's only modern and tr trying to find the opportunity to uh, featuring with uh, the Khmer traditional instruments and also the part of the band also they're trying to play the part and uh, so far we I mean time and the society changed uh, people's mind and then uh, since 2015 uh, we can see a lot of uh, people that are featuring with you know the modern music and the trend, uh, trend, traditional music it's featuring it's, it's a lot I can see that right now it's a trend that we feature uh, the modern music with the classical music or traditional music for example, the, the successful case like a small voice, small band, uh, they do the flat song 
it's very successful like uh like um uh also like Baramay, that wanda he just make uh, his song with um a classical like uh, champai champai dong wang is really successful right now it's it's go international uh recognitions so this is show that it's actually the modern and the classical we we can live together and we can feature together to make a great music and also it's it's motivate me to you know to to keep doing what i'm doing and you know keep trying uh what can be the new genre uh with the modern song and the traditional who are the mentors that uh got you to where you are today or inspired you to uh create music i i was loving music since a very early uh, like you know i even don't remember myself i just watched the tv i saw the live concert when i was like like you know five years old that also my family told me that i'm i'm singing along with the with the concert i don't even understand the language uh, i think the inspiration is to see the others and we know ourselves that we love something that we we see or we get inspired by and we're trying to to be one i mean when i saw people playing guitar on the internet on the tv i just i just want to do that so that that was uh, my inspirations i just want to be a singer i just want to be an actor when i watch a good film and i have a um, once how to say idol uh that uh that inspire me but most likely uh from they are from thailand the artists from thailand uh, for music industry and uh, i'm trying to play the guitar like them I'm trying to you know play the music similar to the genre similar to them and also for the film i get inspired from uh, hong kong films uh the hong kong films during uh 60 70 and 80s it's really good film. Uh, that's why that drive me to be an actor. Uh, actually, first I want to be a director, but you know, uh, life is going not not like uh, what you expected. And then um, I'm turning out like uh, to be an actor instead of uh, directing the film. What was the the decision to go towards actor versus director? What was the factor that? um helped you make that decision i i actually i'm doing both thing uh, uh currently uh, also acting and also do um singing i see i see that this this can help each other in this uh, in these two uh career and also that i for me i love i love acting more than singing if uh if the other people ask asking me that um what do you want public to see you i would say that i want publics or my fan to see me uh as an actor a good actor who can sing rather than a singer who can act yeah 
in 2007, that's when you first became involved with filmmaking competitions. What was that experience like starting out and, and really uh, getting an idea of what it is like to be directing um, films? In 2007, I was um, joining the competitions and then um, it was a great experience and it's quite new at the time. I was so fresh. I mean, so innocent about film industry and about making film. I just love to making film and I just, you know, call my friend to make film. And it's quite, it's quite hard. We don't have any technical uh, equipment to make film. But because of the passion that we want to put on the film, we, we make it out from the phones and from the handicams. And we put on the TV's competition. And I would say that because of that passion we put on, we, we won the second prize of the program. And it's motivate uh, me and our teams to move to work on the film and uh, uh, until now you know it's still like one of the one of the best experience and one of the best feeling that we got from the program that uh, it's motivate people that uh, if you believe what you're doing and also the passionate on something you just try your best you know you don't need a, a good equipment you don't need to know like you know you don't need to graduate from uh, what you're trying to do to, to, to do what you want to do. So I think that that show a lot of things. I mean, if I'm not the person who are, are crazy about doing what I'm, I want to do, I wouldn't do film. I wouldn't do music until now. Something you said too, is learning by doing no matter, no matter what you're going to always gain new experiences and new ways of um, of, of doing things by going out there and, and just giving it 100%. Between the music industry and the film industry, how have industry participants changed over time from then to now? For film industry, it's still struggle right now. I think because of the COVID-19 as well, that the cinema is closed. Um, from there to now, it actually is growing quite good at the beginning. But um, I mean, it's like Cambodia, it's not really luck on film industry. Uh, we don't have luck. Like we, we, we start to have a team. We start to have uh, people who can make a good film, technical equipment productions. Uh, and we make a few good film and suddenly we facing with COVID-19. Like, uh, you know, we closed down the cinema and stuff. So the whole community of the film industry uh, struggling because of even you make film, like where you, you're going to show the film because uh, our film also not, not recognized by the international yet, uh, except the art house film. For music industry, it's go very fast. In um, you know, fr from the early two thousands until now, and it's keep growing and keep growing, because I think the music industry it's easier for for making, uh, and also like small team 
that uh, we can make a good music. Uh, like so far, I I can see the rap rappings uh, community uh, is really doing really good. Not just uh, getting the Cambodian listener, but it's brought to the internationals. Uh, so it's a good sign for Cambodian music industry as a whole that that show that if you make uh, the music good enough, you are potentially not just be famous or be recognized by Cambodian people, but you can be go go into the international market and yeah, which is it's, it's bigger and it's a hope for the whole industry as well. Can you tell us about the Run With Sai campaign and how that all started? For this campaign, because um, I was grow I was grow up in a family that working as um in in government officer, so um, uh, my family's always want me to work as the government officer as well, but. I am doing art, I mean, I'm doing film, I'm doing acting and music. So this is what they, they don't want to see me uh, uh, to do. So I'm kind of have an idea that one day I'm going to do something big that to give back to the nation, to give back to the society, to show my family, to show the public that uh, even an artist, we can doing something big, we can achieve something that, uh, how to say, it's a national recognition, it's a national prize uh, for the artist. So it's come up like a few, a few years ago when I saw one, one of my idols uh, in Thailand that he doing runs to raising funds for hospital. So I have an idea that, uh, Maybe I'm trying to do something like this, uh, how to say, in Cambodia, to show people that actually the power of a fam, the power, the star power can, can contribute to the society, can change something, uh, can make the society better, not just giving art or not just giving music or film, but also uh, make people united and making people you know participate in something like you know run uh, run with sites mean that people run together for the help and also to donate to the hospital that's why uh, this project is established also that it's worth so successful for my point of view uh, because it's not just get recognition by uh, the uh, the audience that normal audience like you know my fans like a young age people but also the older generations people that never listen to the, my music now they they know me even they are not listen to the, my music and some people they don't they don't even watch TV or they don't watch any Cambodian films but they they know. Uh, who is I and what what is this guy trying to do? So this project is proof that uh, an artist that uh, want to do something good uh, to the society, they potentially can do something big and they actually can do in Cambodia 
because uh, most of the artists and other people think that uh, as a musician, as a singer, an actor, you cannot cross the line. You cannot doing something out of your your zone. You cannot doing something big like this. And also that I prove also to the other community that we don't need to work as a government officer to doing something big or good to your nation or to uh, your society. Everyone can change the society. Everyone can doing something good to their own society. And, and it, this program is through it all, yes. Yes, it's very, it's very inspiring not only from being raising twice as much as as the original goal but it's a way to really connect the community across all uh, demographics and and provinces as well and how are you currently looking to drive innovation within your industry what were some of the results of the Roma Sai campaign for example, how much money was it that you raised and, and for what cause specifically? Uh, Run Recycle Campaign, we raised about uh, almost half million US dollars to help uh, Onco Hospital for Children in Cynthia. Uh, yes, and um, it's actually twice as uh, we, we expected because the goal is only uh, 250,000 that we, we got like, you know, half a million dollars donations to the hospital. Great. Thank you. In, in your perspective, what impact has global streaming had on the Cambodian music market? So far, it's, 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 it's really good. Uh, as I mentioned that uh, Wanda, you know, and the others, um, artists that can brought to international and so it's an opportunity for Cambodian music to to get streaming around the world and and it's mean they can learn uh, they can earn a lot of money from the streaming which is help a lot to the artists right now uh, because uh, in Cambodia uh, most of the uh, musicians or singer they are not get well paid. So it's good to be streamed by the, you know, globally, so we can earn more money. So when when we get uh, streamings, it's like, it's like a hope, it's like a new uh, market that we can make the music put into the global, which is not just for Cambodians uh, audience, yes. What milestones do you expect to achieve over the next one to two years? Um, for myself, uh, as I mentioned before, that I want to make Renbit Sai film. So I want to see the film in international film festival. Uh, and this is what we, we are working on it. And uh, the perspective is to show that uh, can Cambodian film is really can go uh, uh, beyond our nations. We is really can go to the international stakes. This is one I want to do, and also for the music part that uh, I want to write a song that you know not just entertain the people, but also can heal uh, depression, can heal uh, can heal them from you know 
from whatever the problems there are because I'm trying to write the motivation song um, that which is I think this song is can be contribute to the society situation right now that people get depressed uh, get stressed by COVID-19 by people getting down because of they cannot do what they want to do and you know you we have to quarantine ourselves sometimes and some people they lose their job and I think this one or two year uh, it's going to be the year of the trying to motivate each other trying to help uh, each other physical and mentally yes what has that been like for you to uh, to deal with COVID and the fact that people can't attend concerts and can't uh, physically engage with music what other channels have been more important to you moving forward whether it's YouTube or streaming or uh, any, any other channels that have become more important uh, we go through the COVID-19 and then I think Facebook is play the main role in Cambodia to connect people and to music. Uh, like we are going to do uh, live concerts on Facebook and on YouTube, you know, uh, and still trying to connect our fans to our music through, um, through that, that platforms. Uh, but still, I think it's still not like we are going to the live concert in real life. It's fed out because um, I, how to say, before when we're going to uh, uh, events, we have that thousand people attending the concert. But now when we lie on the Facebook or YouTube, we get only a few hundred who are watching our live music on the platform but yeah uh we do what we can right now and you know covid did destroy also it's cut it's like cutting down between the supporter or the fan and the artist but still when we make a good audio and posting on the, those platform it still get the uh, people to involve and you know support and listen to our music Okay, and, and today, what do you believe is the number one challenge for artists slash musicians in Cambodia? The number one challenge for me, I think that the supporter, the audience, they are not spending money to, to support their, their favorite artists. I mean, they are not buying the music, they're not buying the film uh they most likely want it free so uh that is our struggle and our chance because you know uh, as an artist we are human we have to you know live our lives also and uh, but i mean it's getting better and better because uh, we, we got some sponsor we got some company that who are supporting uh, the music but still for long term i think it's only the audience or the fan themselves who can support their favorite artists to to do uh, the music for for them uh, longer and it's more substantial than we are looking for how to say random sponsor or you know just a one project sponsorship and then um, we drop up and artists 
have to uh, trying to find the sponsor again and again. So if the audience or the fan they buying the music from the favorite uh, uh, artist, it would be a help the artist to keep continuing making the good music. Yeah. How has the attitude or culture uh, changed towards artists and musicians in Cambodia as as you've become and grown as an artist? It's it's a lot of change. I can say there's a lot of change. Uh, before, like you know, when we are singer musicians, people see us like you know, you're 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 not gonna have a good life in your life. You're not you're not earn any respect from the other sector, especially business. But currently, I can see that um, people are likely to uh, to be friends with a. Uh, uh, musician or the artist because uh, we can help them a lot. I mean, when you get famous, you can, you know, help to both sell on uh, product, on booth sell on uh, whatever uh, the business want to sell. And also uh, because of we get sponsor and thing and the situation of being an artist is it's better now you can earn better. So Cambodian uh, culture is something like they don't, they don't respect or they don't like um, that career, that job, because that job is not earned much. So when, when that job can earn money, so people tend to give a respect to that community. So this is what I can see. And also before people, they, they don't understand art, they don't care about art because uh, they care only like how they can live, you know, day by day because of the, um, we just, you know, finish the war or whatever. This is what Cambodian believe. So they're just trying to earn money and save money. They don't, they don't entertain themselves. But after the society change, after the growth of the economic, so people want something entertained. People want music, people want art. And then they starting to understand and also appreciate the people who can make art and music. So this is uh, the change of uh, the attitude from uh, uh, Cambodian people to the uh, artists, yes. And just out of curiosity, now that, the, um, now that the sector within Cambodia is kind of being opened up to a global audience in the you know, st streaming services are more available, uh, as a way to monetize and also like YouTube and these kinds of things that people are using more often now because of COVID. How is that making a, or are you seeing a shift towards artists wanting to um, produce more uh, English content or non, like non-Khmer language content in order to cater to these other audiences? Um, yes, because of the, um, how to say, uh, these situations of COVID-19, I think uh, artists want to create more content to uh, to global market, to internationally, but I think because of the capital, uh, capital building, I mean, the ability that uh, not, not every artist in Cambodian can speak English, not uh, also singing in English. So, 
even we want to do, but we still need to improve ourselves and also, uh, how to say, just thinking of creating a content in our own language is already a hard work. And to think of making in English, it's even more harder. So I think even we trying to do what we want to do, but it still needs some time to, to give us a space to, to learn, especially the culture and the language to put our art uh, into English. And also, you know, to broadcast or maybe to put on the YouTube or whatever to uh, international market. So I believe that every artist want to do that, but we just uh, learning and trying to improve ourselves to make a good content for international market. Okay, understood. And and beyond beyond this like new development within streaming, what what other sort of enablers do you think there'll be for for the sector to kind of grow substantially over the next coming the coming years? I think a music industry is a very highly potential right now, and uh, uh, because we 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 got a lot of audience in. Uh, in Cambodian also the I saw some of the artists, Cambodian artists now, they they brought the music into the international. So it, it's it's really good that uh, they're making a good music. And you know, not the word just Cambodian artists right now. For example, before Cambodian artists like no one care, no one want to listen to the music from this country because they think it's copy, they think it's um, it's not a good music. But after the news, uh, after a few artists who can brought the the music to international stage, so it's highly potential that uh, uh, people around us, I mean, uh, globally, they not just see us as a copycat uh, uh, artist, but they want to try also to understand that right now where is a Cambodian artist. Uh, can make the music to to the world. I mean, yes. So I can see that um, music in Cambodian is can grow. It's uh, can grow far and grow fast as well. And because of COVID nineteen, people are not in going. Uh, how to say? People need a lot of entertainment um, content to help them through this situation. I think music is really really good time to to uh, publish to the others yes and and how do you think Cambodia compares to, to some of the other countries in the region in in its um in its, in its potential for, for the for the music industry I think uh, how to say I don't compare the country but I let, let's say I compare the artists um, because of the educations, uh, Cambodian artists, uh, it's still it's still not not many many artists that can be compared to the others uh, country in the region. But I, I can see the light. I can see the hope that uh, a few artists that really, really make uh, the music out of the country, and this is proof. And also, this is a. Um, uh, motivations, uh, inspirations for other artists to, to make their own music 
uh, and brought the music to the international stakes. Uh, and I think it's highly uh, comparable to the others country. Um, because, you know, if it's, it's like a, it's like a, how to say, it's like a one people who ha can have a model, role models to the other artists. So uh, I think in the next couple of years, a lot of Cambodian artists will be brought the music into international state. So if we, we say the compare, and I would say, yes, uh, Cambodian artists would be compared, it's comparable to the uh, others um, country around us. Because, you know, for example, like I sometimes I listen to uh, Thai music, uh, uh, La music and Indonesian music, Malaysian music, and compare to the music and the talents of those countries, we are now can see that some of our best artists or top artists is very is very in this the the same how to say they they have a talents and they have a uh, comparable to each other. So it's a hope for us that uh, one day our music, a lot of artists from Cambodian will be. Uh, listened by you know Indonesia, listened by Thai, listened by uh, abroad like we are listened to Thai music, like we listen to the K-pop music. Yes. One thing that we like to ask all our guests is, um, you know, what habits do you install in yourself uh, to stay self-accountable and motivated on on your mission? I'm uh, most likely uh, trying to do exercise and going. I'm going out for running like you know one hours uh one hours every day like 10 kilometers every day just to keep me fresh and you know uh hygienic like you know like feel exciting when you exercise you just feel fresh and also that uh i'm listening to listening to the music that i like also you know watch some uh animation films like japan's japanese animation film uh, because uh, there's a lot of uh, motivation inside of the movie. Yeah. Great. Well, so so yeah, so you run ten kilometers every day without without fail, like most most days. Yeah, like like most of the day, but not not maybe not every day, but most of the day I run ten kilometers. Yeah. Wow. And what time do you normally do that? Is that early in the morning or um, after work or? I. Uh, uh, normally doing doing it uh, at the evening time, yes. Okay, great. And and building on from that, in, in over the last five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? I think uh, exercise is the most improved my life. I mean, before I'm not a person who have a good health. But after I uh, consistently uh, doing exercise, and then it just give me, you know, like a new body, like, you know, also when, when we are exercise, we are fresh, we are clear our, how to say, st stress. So when you're doing things, I, I think it seemed to be like more, more wise. The idea, the way we're thinking, it's just more, more creative than normal. And also, um, 
I think because of the age also when, you know, I think I'm on the age that is growing up. So uh, be, I'm, learning rest, I'm not wasting time doing things, you know, like playing game or hanging out with the wrong people. So this also can help improve my life better. In the last, in the earlier age, you know, you just not, not taking care of yourself, trying to taking care of the others you trying to prove or show the other people more than trying to improve yourself. So it's such a wasting time, but uh, in this last five year, uh, make me understand more how to improve myself. So I think that that is the kind of, uh, can be make the life better right now. Yeah, I fully agree on that one. I think, I think running especially just, it kind of just lightens your load and makes just life feel a bit less heavy. And I also agree with your point on, um, on like, you know, the people you surround yourself with and, you know, how, how they uh, motivate you to be the best person you can be. Yes. And um, aside from exercise, when, when you feel overwhelmed or unfocused, um, or, you know, you've lost your focus temporarily, what, what do you do? I am um, going out for a trip, like, you know, a motorcycle trip because I can, uh, I'm not doing, uh, how to say, I, I ride very, very, not, 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 not fast, like uh, maybe not very slow or so, like, but we, I'm going to ride a motorbike in the speed is quite, quite low that I can enjoy along the way. I can touch the wind, you know, sometimes I can touch the rain and then it's making me think about the life uh how to say more and because you're riding motorbike you can see everything's very clear right and along the countryside is very beautiful so when i lost focus uh so i need to rest not just my my mind but also my body just go back to the nature and when i going to the trip i'm not in going to somewhere it's very crowded but going to somewhere that is very isolated, you know, maybe doing some camping or going to the waterfall or, you know, to the small community. So just learn something. It's, it's like going to the adventures when I uh, overwhelm or unfocus on my work. Yes. Great. Yeah, I, I really agree with the, the motorcycle uh, adventure as well. I mean, I, I remember reading a book one day uh, called Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance, and it was all about how if you're if you're on a motorbike and you're driving across a country, you you can see and you can engage with the landscape. Whereas if you're in a car, you're in a box and you can't really you're not as engaged with it. So I think that's that's the unique thing about taking a motorcycle trip, especially. And you said yes, of course you slow down the speed a bit so you can so you can take everything in. Yes, yes, agree. And. Um, well, one other question that we like to ask people that actually leads on from um, from your motorcycle uh, adventures. If you if you were to have a gigantic billboard uh, anywhere and it could say anything you wanted, what would it say and why? <laughs> it's really I never thought about this, but yeah, I would I was thinking to put the word like you know, be yourself and follow your heart and do your best. That's what I would put on that board, yeah. 
It okay, is quite yeah. funny, but yeah, you know, but but just that I don't know what to put in more. I just want you know to put the word and you know be yourself. Um. So you know, do your best. You know, something like that. So everywhere, just to put motivate the people, yeah, and also motivate myself. Great. And and what what is um what is one of the most formative books you've ever read or or um podcasts or audio books or people that you've listened to that has been really formative for you? Um, for me, I I like to listen to like motivation book. Uh, also like uh. How to say how to write the music, also how to make a good film. You know that's that's all all kind of uh, uh, ebook that I'm listening to uh, because I have a problem with my eyes, so I normally not read, but I listen to the ebook. So that's kind of the book that I I will be listening. Yeah. Great and. Um... Our last question that we'd like to all ask all of our guests is, what is the most important piece of advice that you've ever been given? The advice that, that a long discussion, but it's come to the summary of the word uh, give and take. I think um, in Cambodian society and situations, uh, never ask something that uh, if, Never, never expect to to get something that you ask if you're not willing to give something back. So the advice give and take is really makes sense for me, and it's really practical in Cambodian society and today's situation. So I think, uh, how to say, the most practical uh, advice that I ever ever get is that. Uh, whatever you're doing just thinking of give and takes you know like you have to uh, if you ask for some things and if you get it and then one day you have to give back to the person that you are uh, uh, have say have given yes so i thank you so much uh that for for that uh as well and really appreciate your time coming onto the podcast and uh, sharing your perspectives and your journey. Um, we are really excited to be able to share the episode and definitely look forward to uh, your documentary as well as the music that you will produce in the future, um, as well as continuing the Run With Sai campaign as well. So thank you so much. Mm -hmm.